Welcome back to the truth. Today is just going to be Niall once again. Ben will not be joining us, but that's okay. The show must go on. Welcome to a brand new series here on the truth called 32 Teams in 32 Days. Now, I'm going to briefly explain what that new podcast series is and kind of give you guys a little more information about that. I decided to come up with a 32 Teams in 32 Days, mainly because I wanted to kind of go through each NFL team in the league one final time before the season comes up. So we're going to go in the next 32 days. You'll see a podcast, hopefully. That's my goal is to get a podcast out every day. We're going to start with the NFC North here, uh, the first four podcasts, and then AFC North. I believe we go southwest or southeast and west in uh, for each team in their respective divisions. So today, here in episode one, we're going to be going over the Chicago Bears. I put the teams in randomly, so I think it goes Bears, Lions, Vikings, Packers, or Bears, Packers, Vikings, Lions. Something of that. Regardless, the next four days, you will be seeing podcasts about the NFC North. Ben will be joining, um, hopefully, the podcast as much as he can. He's pretty busy. You know, Ben's always busy, but he always finds the time to get in the podcast. Don't worry. He'll definitely be back. Um, but for today, it's just going to be me. I'm going to briefly go over what I'm going to be doing for each team here in the podcast. And, you know, as we go on, we might add some things or get rid of some things. And obviously, as we go on, I'm sure the Bears are going to pick up another free agent, the Vikings a free agent, you know, people of that nature. So down the line in 20 days, this their roster might look, you know, different. But we're going to go over their roster the best we can from what we got right now. So like I said, we're going to be starting with the Chicago Bears. I'm going to go over some key players and stats, um, draft picks, free agent signings they did, and then keys to the team's success this year, as well as my predictions for the Chicago Bears this year. Starting things off with some key players and stats, I put Mitch Trubisky and Nick Foles. Now, obviously, I don't think those are the two best quarterbacks in the league, but in order for the Bears to have success this year, they're going to have to they're going to be two of the main players if not one of them will be the main. I'm not quite sure who's going to be the quarterback this year. We all know Mitch Trubisky uh famously drafted with the second overall pick. I believe you I know he was drafted before Patrick Mahomes. So a lot of comparisons to him, uh especially Bears fans, you know, Trubisky's kind of struggled as of late. Looking at some of his stats here, you know, had a decent year last year. Finished uh, second career high in yards with uh, 3,138 in his third NFL season. And also had 10 interceptions with 17 touchdowns. Now, on paper, that doesn't look too bad. But some of those interceptions were costly. You know, is Mitch Trubisky the future of the Chicago Bears? You know, they got to look into seeing how is this year going to shape out. I believe he's going to be coming up on one of his final years of his contract. This is a big year for him. I think Mitch Trubisky will start out the year as quarterback, but Nick Foles, I believe, will uh, come in for Mitch Trubisky later on in the year. Trubisky is going to struggle too much to a point where Foles will have to come in. Nick Foles, we all know, led the Philadelphia Eagles to that Super Bowl win over the New England Patriots, famously after Carson Wentz got injured. Nick Foles has had a solid career in the NFL. We all know he uh, played for the Eagles. He played for the Rams and Chiefs briefly for one year. Went back to the Eagles for two, and last year played on the Jacksonville Jaguars. Now, Nick Foles was injured last year, so he didn't you know, play that much. 
I thought Nick Foles looked really shaky, especially after signing with the Jacksonville Jaguars. I thought he was going to have a pretty decent year, you know, coming off that Super Bowl uh, win against the Patriots. But Nick Foles really struggled. And I'm starting to wonder, you know, was it worth the Bears going out and getting Nick Foles? Obviously, they have Nick uh, Mitch Trubisky as their quarterback. They're hoping that they, he can be a future quarterback, a fr- franchise quarterback for them. But with Mitch Trubisky struggling over the past uh, couple of years, Nick Foles, they believe it could be the answer, you know, this year. Now, he probably, like I said, will serve as backup until probably, I would say, week six, week seven is when Nick Foles could see some action. Overall in the league, you know, kind of had a decent career in the NFL. We know, though, famously the year at the Eagles, he finished with 1,400 uh, passing yards uh, to go with seven touchdowns and four interceptions. That year also was his career-high year in completion percentage, and last year is actually his second highest career, or second career best in passing percentage, or completion percentage, with 65.8%. Nick Foles, I think, is a solid quarterback in the NFL. I just don't know how well he'll fit with the Bears. Hopefully he does not fit well with the Bears, because I'm a Vikings fan, and I need the Bears to do really bad this year, because we already have to deal with the Packers. Don't want to deal with the Bears. But that's the quarterback situation. Those are two uh, key players for the Chicago Bears. I think I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go on to their best player, in my opinion, which is Khalil Mack. Khalil Mack, we all know, been one of the best players in the league for so long, especially defensively. Khalil Mack always is a force to be reckoned with. The first year with the Bears went absolutely off. He was hammering uh, offensive linemen. He was destroying, you know, my Minnesota Vikings. He played great for the years and then got traded uh, for some picks and um, for some picks to Chicago Bears. Had a great year with the Oakland Raiders, his four-year career, averaging about 76 to 77, uh, 76 to 78 uh, combined tackles. With the Chicago Bears, both the years that he's been with them, you know, 47 combined tackles and, you know, kind kind of falling off a bit in a way. Now, it might not seem like that, seeing the beast that he is, and, you know, great defender he is. But he's going to be big in order for Chicago to have success this year. Khalil Mack has to be big. He has to continue running that defense defensively. He's got to make sure he gets in the backfield, stops the run, stops the pass. He's very capable of it. Now, some questioning factors on whether or why he's not um, doing well. Well, first off, you know, he's playing in the NFC North. The NFC North is known for, you know, running the ball and, you know, ground and pound. Teams are also taking note that Khalil Mack needs to be double-teamed, if not triple-teamed. Khalil Mack has gotten way more double-teams on him, which is making it harder for him to get tackles and, you know, sacks. But overall, I think he's going to have a bounce-back year from last year. Kind of fell off a little bit last year compared to his first year with the Bears, uh, with four less sacks and a couple uh, less assists. I think this year is going to be a great year for Khalil Mack. He'll be one of the key players. And one of the reasons why the Chicago Bears uh, can have success this year. And finally, my final key player for the Chicago Bears is Allen Robinson. I put Allen Robinson as a key player because he's one of the best wide receivers in the league. Obviously, I think he's the number one wide receiver in the Chicago Bears. He played uh, for the Jacksonville Jaguars his first four years of his career and then transitioned over to the Chicago Bears, having a career year last year with yards and uh, touchdowns. Also had the most receptions in his career by about 20, which is a decent amount, especially for a wide receiver. You know, that's three or four games right there. 
Allen Robinson is going to be a key to their success in order to go back to the winning values that they once were. You know, the Bears, we all remember shortly or not too long ago, were one field goal shy of making it to the divisional round. And, you know, they obviously missed that field goal in that year where they won the NFC North, which obviously sucked because I don't think the Vikings made the playoffs. Allen Robinson had a big year for them in that year, and I think he's going to continue to have a big year. Now he's got two uh, quarterbacks up in the air with Nick Foles and Mitch Trubisky. I think he'll get his targets. I think he'll get his yards. I think he'll also get touchdowns as I think either quarterback's going to look to him, especially in the red zone. Allen Robinson, I think, is going to have another great year and will be one of their best players offensively, and I think more stable. You know, he doesn't really get injured too much. Uh, briefly in 2017, he, he did, I believe, but, you know, relatively stays healthy and will be in the lineup game in and game out. So Allen Robinson for the Chicago Bears, one of their key players. That's going to bring us to our first uh, break here on the podcast. Like I did previously by myself in the other podcast, I'm going to leave you guys with a trivia question. And when we get back from the break, I will answer the trivia question. So the first trivia question of the episode is, who is the Chicago Bears all-time sack leader? Again, who is the Chicago Bears all-time sack leader? The question, or the answer, right after the break, here on The Truth. Welcome back from the break. Before the break, I asked the question, who is the Chicago Bears all-time sack leader? The answer, Richard Dent, good old Richard Dent, is the all-time sack leader for the Bears. So I just went over the key players. I felt three key players along with some stats. Now I'm going to go over some key draft picks as well as free agent signings here for the Chicago Bears. The Chicago Bears did not have a first-round pick. Instead, with their first pick in the second round, drafted Cole Met or Komet. I don't know how to say his name. Cole Komet, tight end, out of the University of Notre Dame. Tight end, played three years at Notre Dame. Uh, had relatively good years. You know, junior year, his last year before he went pro, had 43 receptions with 515 yards, along with six touchdowns. One of the best tight ends in uh, college football last year, obviously getting drafted in the second round. I believe one of the first tight ends taken off the board. I could be wrong about that. Cole Komet, tremendous upside, especially at the tight end position. The Bears love their tight ends as well as every other team in the NFC North. Expect a big career uh, for Komet or Met. I don't know how to say his name. I'm just going to say Komet. Uh, expect a great year. You know, Mitch Trubisky uh, is going to look to him a lot especially in the red zone, you know, is going to help help with fantasy. I could see him being, you know, one of the main tight ends for the Chicago Bears. I think he can have a great year uh, in the NFL. Cole Komet, one of their key draft picks from this last year. Another second-round pick, Jalen Johnson, quarterback, uh, I think was also one of their key draft picks. He played at the University of Utah um, through his career, you know, had seven total interceptions, which... I think it's relatively low, especially for a cornerback drafted in the second round, but always is there to get tackles. He had 101 total tackles in the college football season. I think he's going to be great matchups for wide receivers. I don't think he'll be uh, number one or number two cornerback for the Chicago Bears. I think he'll be more of a kind of cornerback three, cornerback four. Also can return the ball. He was a tournament for the Utah Utes. So having him as a return man, uh, I don't know where Cordero Patterson is, you know, one of the great all-time returners in NFL history. But 
Uh, he'll be uh, very valuable in the return game, both for kick return and punting return. I think this is a solid draft choice by the Chicago Bears, especially the way they, they run their scheme. I like Jalen Johnson, and I like Cole Komet as their two main draft picks. Moving right along to two free agent signings, haha, Clinton Dix, an unrestricted free agent. We all know Clinton Dix played for the Green Bay Packers, Washington Red or Washington football team, as well as the Chicago Bears. Clinton Dix had a great year with the Packers, as we all know. You know, one of their main uh, players has a funny name, haha. Get the joke there? Nah, okay. Played for the Chicago Bears last year. Had one of the best years with tackles, with 78 tackles for him. He also had a second career high with assist with 16. And he got a touchdown last year. I think it was a pick six. Clinton Dix, a valuable uh, component with that Chicago Bears defense. Alongside Khalil Mack, I think these are two of the best defenders in the league and have been for a while. I think as long as uh, Clinton Dix stays healthy, He'll be fine. I believe in 2018, he was injured for a little bit, which wasn't too long ago. I know two, three years ago. Staying healthy, keeping his ankle um, healthy, I think it's going to be a key contributor. But I love this uh, free agent, unrestricted free agent signing by the Chicago Bears. Another unrestricted free agent signing, J.P. Holtz. Now, I know that's not a household name. I bet you nobody's really hold of J.P. Holtz. That's because he's new in the league, you know, started his career with the Washington football team, didn't play, and then came for the Chicago Bears last year, having only seven receptions for 91 yards. Again, was injured. I like the signing here with Holtz. Um, I think having him next to uh, Komet at the tight end position, I think J.P. Holtz is going to have a good season. I don't think he'll be one of the best tight ends in the league, but I think he'll fit perfectly with the Chicago Bears. He's a great run blocker. You know, put him down for those third and one plays, whether you need a quick pass uh, or, you know, I need to run up the middle. I think J.P. Holtz is your guy. I really like that signing. Uh, those were my two draft picks and two free agent signings for the Chicago Bears. So before we go to the break, I'm going to ask the final trivia question of the episode. What year did the Chicago Bears win the Super Bowl? They've won one Super Bowl in their years in the NFL. What year was it? Or what year did the Chicago Bears win the Super Bowl? That's your second trivia question. The answer right after the break here on The Truth. Welcome back from the break. I asked before the break, what year did the Chicago Bears win the Super Bowl? If you guessed 1986, you are correct. Chicago Bears that won only Super Bowl in 1986. You know, we all know the famous Chicago Bears of 1986. If you don't, look it up. It's worth your time. We're going down to our final two sections here of the episode. Remember, these are going to be shorter episodes as we're only focusing on one team here. Briefly, I'm going to go over some keys in order for the Chicago Bears to have success this year. Their QBs need to step up this year. I think their QBs have been holding them back the last couple of years. You know, we all know Mitch Trubisky and the Patrick Mahomes. You know, why did they draft Mitch Trubisky? You know, obviously we did not know Patrick Mahomes was going to be the $500 million millionaire. We all knew. But Mitch Trubisky has got to step up to the plate. Time's running out here in Chicago. If he's not able to bring the Bears to a Super Bowl or at least, you know, contend with the rest of the league, 
Uh, his time's going to be running out here, at least for the Chicago Bears, maybe even the NFL. That's why, you know, they picked up Nick Foles. I think adding Nick Foles, kind of a veteran quarterback, can help mentor Mitch Trubisky. I think maybe having him mentor will be um, one of their uh, reasons for success. So I definitely like having Mitch Trubisky, I'm sorry, Nick Foles with Mitch Trubisky, but they got to step up. You know, they got to deliver in the clutch. You can't just focus on your help, hope that your defense uh, can help you win games, which they'll be able to do. But QBs need to step up. Defense continue to be the monsters of the midway. They were labeled as the monsters of the midway, the monsters of the NFC North, because they probably have the best defense in the North. You know, maybe the Vikings or Packers, you could say, has the best defense. But, you know, monsters of the midway, you know, they got key players. You know, they got probably one of the best defenders behind Aaron Donald and Khalil Mack. They also have, you know, Haha Clinton Dix. Prince of Mukamara, I believe, is still on the team. They have the defense. Like I said, their main issue is going to be their offense. So as long as their offense is fine, I think, and their defense, you know, stays healthy, stays what they've been doing, I think they'll be fine this year and have a chance for the playoffs. And finally, keys to their success, no more kicking woes. They had a chance to make it to uh, the NFC Divisional Round. But we all know Cody Parkey shanked a 42-yard field goal, I think it was. No more kicking woes. You know, you can't afford that. As a Vikings fan, I know the pain that they go through with, you know, we had Blair Walsh with the Seattle Seahawks, which was much more, much way worse. But no more kicking woes. You can't afford mistakes like that. If they can find a solid kicker, you know, they have Eddie Pinero, I believe. Uh, he's a good kicker. They got to make sure they got a good kicker. My predictions for the Chicago Bears, they're going to finish third in the division with an 8-8 eight and eight record. I appreciate you guys listening to another episode here of The Truth in our first episode of 32 Teams in 32 Days. Sorry that Ben was not on the podcast. He'll for sure not be on the next one, but hopefully we'll bring him back for the final two teams of the NFC North. I hope you guys are excited uh, as we are for you know this new series, and hopefully it's a great series. Thank you guys for all the support. We hope to see you guys soon. We'll see you guys tomorrow with another episode of The Truth. Take it easy.